Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm Kara, Whispers to a Bride, and today we are talking about loving boundaries. I know, like social media is the boundaries is just like the topic. And I think it's so great that like everyone is leaning into and learning how to sort of navigate setting boundaries with friends and family and, you know, bosses, coworkers, whatever. So good. And I find that it comes up in wedding world a lot, right? When there's so many people with so many opinions and playing different roles and how do you let people in, but keep people up, like keep people out of other conversations. It can be really a confusing place to be when you are planning your wedding. So I thought we could do our little episode today on these boundaries and a little different style, right? I think everyone approaches things differently. And that's why I think even though there is so much content around boundaries that I would weigh in, because I think you got to find the style that resonates with you. And, you know, a lot of people talk about boundaries in this like really harsh way, like set a boundary, which basically means just like keep people out. And I really like to imagine the boundaries much more like picket fences, right? Like it's a fence. It is meant to mark your space, your safe haven, your zone where you are in charge. And also... It doesn't have to be super harsh or aggressive, right? It can still look nice and still serve its purpose. And also the thing that I like to remember about boundaries is there's always a gate. In a fence, there's a gate. And that gives us the ability to welcome people in. As much as it can keep certain elements out, it is also a way of welcoming, intentionally welcome people, energies, opinions into our space. So Maybe if you're one of those people who struggles because the idea and concept and visual of boundaries can be just a little harsh and therefore making you lean away from setting them because you're just like, I'm just not that person. I can't be that harsh. I can't just lay down the law and put the line in the sand. And it doesn't have to be that way. It can be just your picket fence that like lets everybody know, well, you stop here. I start here. And if you're going to come in, it's because I'm going to unlock the gate. So again, I just want to throw that out there as a little reframe and a visual for just a way that I think it can be helpful to think about it if you're one of those people who struggles with a lot of the discourse around boundaries. Now, most importantly, this episode, I really want to invite you into the genius of a woman I found on TikTok named Danielle Bayard Jackson, and she has a podcast called Friend Forward. She is an expert in female friendships. I'm obsessed, and she's brilliant and fabulous, and 
you got to find her on TikTok. She is the friend expert on TikTok. And she's, and like I said, her podcast will link it, but it's called Friend Forward. And she is just, I mean, like studies female conflict communication and how we all work together and form community. And so she really talked about boundaries in a way that I'm like, yes, that is exactly how I try to operate. I see the ways in which that's how I do it. And I hadn't put it in this framework. And so once I saw it reflect back, I'm like, yes, thank you so much. It clarified so much for me, but also I got to share it with my girls. So again, this is the work of Danielle Jackson, Friend Forward Podcast, Friendship Expert. Love her. She talks about, I think she calls it affirmative boundaries. And it's the idea that when we're setting boundaries, one of the biggest problems is the rejection. We don't want this person necessarily to feel the rejection. We want to preserve the connection. And how do you set the boundary that can do both things at once? That is like the sweet spot. So her three parts to keep in mind are common ground, your limitation, which is like the boundary, and then your yes. So we're going to use an example that came from a client last week, I think. She was freaking out because she was having her bridal shower and she had these out-of-town guests. She was hosting some women at her house and then other women were coming from out of town and she just knew that they were like more of the party girls and they were going to like go to the shower, but then want to go out after and do all this stuff. And she already has like two bachelorette parties. Like she just knew she does not want to go out after her shower. She wants to go to her bridal shower. It will last however many hours and she wants to go home and just get in her sweatpants and hang out with the women who are, you know, sleeping over at her house, but just like a low-key chill night. And she doesn't want it to turn into this big going out night. I think we can all relate to this. Like you and you just know that these girls are going to be pushing your boundary and you don't want to be mean, but you also don't want to fold because you folded so many times for this particular bride. She's so sweet. She's like, the problem is I always give in, right? Like I say no. And then they say they put more pressure. And then I and then eventually they just know they'll going to wear me down. And she's like, I don't want to be worn down this time. Like I really am clear about what I want. How do I do this? And again, when you have been a person who is not very boundaried, it sort of can be hard to start, but it doesn't mean we're not going to try. And this, I think affirming boundary, this way that Danielle explains it is a great way to start boundaries. With it being noted that no is a complete sentence. There are many instances where I'm like, there is no like decorating this or fluffing this. No means no. And those are different situations. These are when it's your friendship and you're very, very much wanting to preserve the connection and not heighten the rejection. That's what this conversation is about. Not other things where people are pushing you and the answer needs to be no when you walk away and that is it. Those are for a different conversation. So how would we help our bride who has these sort of the going out girls coming at her hard? She would say, I love celebrating with you, right? It's the common ground. Like they want to celebrate more with her. She wants to acknowledge like we both agree. We love hanging out. We love celebrating. We love love, like this whole thing. Girls like, woohoo, great. Establish that, that connection, right? Key in on that, state the common ground. And then she'll give her limitation. I am committed to my couch tonight. Like I know you guys are going to think I'm going to be a pushover, but like I have decided this. I got this message like a month ago and I have like been unwavering and I just know what I need in this season of my life with all this wedding planning and all this fun and all this good stuff. Like I know that I'm 
I need a minute to like regroup and recover. And I just am committed to my couch. And then you give a yes. So this is where she's going to come in. You guys go without me, but please send me pics. Keep me on the group chat. I want all the details, right? That's where you're saying like, yes to sharing about your night out. Yes to keeping me on the conversation. Yes to telling me about it. We are preserving the connection with a yes. So while I'm not going to be there with you, like physically whooping it up, like at the club, I will be like responding to you and wanting to hear all the stories and caring about your night out and being in touch. I think that is such an elegant way of really seeing your friends, appreciating your friends, affirming, as Danielle would say, the connection and the closeness that you absolutely want to keep while still keeping your boundary. That is, I'm not going out. And that's sort of a, it's a non-negotiable, but it doesn't mean anything other than this is what I need for me. And I still love you and want to be in touch and want to celebrate you and what you've decided that you want to do tonight. So I just love that example. And I also noticed it is so funny because when I look at especially how I set boundaries with my littles, my girls are five and seven, Magnolia and Rose. This is how, I, how I've always had to do it, right? Because the connection is just the most important thing. And also boundaries, like you're setting boundaries constantly. Like these little people, their job is to like push the boundaries and then your job is to reestablish them. And the whole thing gets quite exhausting and can turn you into like a meanie or harsh if you don't do it this way. And so I've noticed that because I had gotten the parenting advice very early on, like say yes as much as you possibly can. And I think that the yes factor built in with this boundary approach really, really resonates. Because I'm always like, when my kids are like, I want to stay home from school today. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have that feeling all the time where I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere or do anything. So right, I'm establishing, I agree with you, girl. Like sometimes this is how it feels. So we have common ground and we have limitation. Like it's Thursday and we're healthy and we're going to go to school. So this is still going to happen. And then... I'll be the first one in the carpool line or I'll bring you a little treat in the car after your day that like I know is hard to get motivated for. So it's just like really giving a yes, giving priority to that connection and really minimizing the feeling of rejection that often comes when we set boundaries. And that I think finding this sort of middle way, the softer way, this more beautiful, loving way of doing boundaries is really useful. Because so much of the boundary setting we have to do in life, especially as brides, is with people we actually love. It's not with the people who are like, no, and I also never want to see you again, right? Those are a very different boundary. These are like, no, mom, you cannot invite your entire book club to the wedding. But I love that you want to celebrate it. I love that you want to show us off. I love, you know what I mean? Like, there is so much boundary setting that has to happen with people we love during our wedding. And it's great practice because like I just showed you, you'll have to do it in your life after. So I'm just really hoping this idea of loving boundaries, think of the white picket fence, think of just the three things that Danielle points out for us, the common ground, the limitation, and the yes. So I think that this is just going to be so useful to you. Try it. Like, think about it. 
try to get it into your mind as like a little formula that you can pull out when you're feeling a little flummoxed and a little overwhelmed. Like I do not know how to say no in a way that protects our bond. This is how you do it. So I hope that is helpful. I hope you check out Danielle's work. She's a genius. I want to like have her on the pod one day because you know, the female friendship thing is so real during wedding planning. Anyway, as always, you can find me at caremorning.com. I need you to schedule your bridal sesh right away. You need one. Everybody deserves one. It is the most luxurious, profound, fun thing you can do leading up to your wedding day. Or if you miss the boat and you want to do it after the wedding, I cannot tell you how many girlies come to me after the wedding like, I just need to debrief this. I need to like understand it, unpack it, and like talk it through. I'm your girl. So reach out schedule your session. If you are in the thick of your bridal season, I do offer sort of ongoing packages. I have a lot of girls who are like, I want to be like in touch more frequently and I have something for you too. And besides that, I'll see you on Insta and TikTok, Kara the Bridal Coach. And I'm wishing you nothing but bridal bliss. Talk soon.